This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Good evening, folks, or morning, afternoon, wherever, whatever it is that you are, wherever you are. I'm mumbling because I'm tired. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Honestly Unfiltered Bachelor Edition. And I, I am joined by Carrie and Alex. How are Hello. You? Hey. How are you ladies this evening? Fan-fucking-tastic. I'm just peachy. That sounds convincing. <laughs> Let's fuck this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start off? Carrie. Okay. Um, okay. I, I'm jumping ahead just a smidge, but it's because I wrote this so many times. Fucking Shanene is so nuts. <laughs> I know. Like, I wrote here, God, Shanene is so nuts. Then, <laughs> then go buy some other notes. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Hold on. I guess I suck tonight. Oh, I said Shanae's totally batshit. Shanae is fucking awkward. Oh, my fucking God. Shanae is so nuts. Like every other page is so nuts. Shanae is so fucking off the rails nuts. Oh my fucking God. Like every page that I have notes about things, it includes her with she's so fucking crazy. I agree. I have to, now I have to show you or read to you my notes on her. Oh my gosh. I said, Shanae, it is possible to be competitive without being hateful. <laughs> And I said, she's such a new level of annoying that I'd never be even intimidated by her. And I just really hope somebody pushes her in the pool. <laughs> Dude, and I'm serious. Like, and I know we need to go through the episode chronologically or whatever. This was necessary, I fucking, though. I could get off the rails about that shit with her fucking fake lies. It's absurd at this point. And she's a I fucking have to sociopath. Say, it takes some set to eat eight pieces of shrimp from the person that you're trying to throw under the bus and that you hate the most in the house. Oh, she had to be doing that on fucking purpose. Like this. Oh, it's it's she's so overacting. It's mm. obvious. It's she is trash. I originally I, I watched this wrong. I had to rewind thought when they showed the scene of all the girls in the hot tub and her coming with the shrimp to give it to them, mm -hmm. I thought she was trying to make it seem like she cooked it and like stealing Elizabeth's shrimp to yes. give it. But then Elizabeth was in the hot tub and the point was just that they all ignored her. But I was like, this is weird. Yeah, that was super weird. It Ugh. was strange. I thought it was strange also. But yeah, no, she's definitely overacting for camera time and it's painfully obvious it's just cringy at this point and that's why her and cassidy were such good friends oh yeah good point because she's fucking nuts too and i won't lie like good for the chick i think it was sierra mm -hmm. was her name? whoever it was when she told clayton that just because she was just trying to squash some shit like look, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's hard because a part of it's kind of backbitey and petty. But then at the same time, look, she got kicked the fuck out of there. And it, I mean, because her and Shanine think that they have like magical vaginas that just put Clayton on another part of the universe. 
Yeah, I I made a, a note because it was laughable when Cassidy goes, I don't think of myself as like smarter than other people, but I have a fucking rose. Yeah. She's like, honey, buckle up. It's like that rose is going to wilt and die, bitch, just like your soul did. You know, yeah. what I found, like when like how she turned the tears on when he confronted her, oh, is she right. so fucking convinced. Well, I have a rose. I'm not going anywhere. I could basically burn down this house and I'm not going anywhere because oh. I have a rose. I, I have a problem with something. So I thought about this when I saw that because I watched this in pieces. So I saw that she was kicked off immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with the original reason for her to be kicked off because when you think about it, Clayton is seeing 30 other women. I agree. So that part, okay. But she lied about it. That's the thing. I think got she caught. wouldn't have lied when he asked about it. I don't think he would have really cared. No. It was that she lied about it. That's what made it sketch. Mm-hmm. Not that she had a friends with benefits. Who gives a shit? She's an adult and you can't tell me he's a guy with a dick. So you can't tell me he doesn't have some booty call. Oh, for 2 a.m. Lonely time, please. He's been fucking half of Missouri, apparently. And from his track record, I'm yeah, sure he's hanging right up until the freaking premiere or whatever. Exactly. And My- what, it's different because she's a woman. It's just she lied. She shouldn't have lied. No, no, she shouldn't have lied and acted all holier than thou. And then. She- yeah. Yeah, that's what she did. It, mm-hmm. it was it was in the way of her manipulation. And that's probably what he saw that turned her off. Uh, that turned oh, I think off. I think so. Yeah, I he kind of so alluded because- to that, too. Well, because think about I don't remember the chick's name because I don't care. But the one chick that like he offered a rose to and she's like, I'm just too emotionally fucked up and a train wreck. I'm going to bounce. So she was honest about, hey, I'm still dealing with these feelings. It's a bit much. Mm -hmm. And he still offered her a rose. So Sally, yeah, that's a good point. So he's not unrealistic about shit. No. So I think if she would have been straight, she would have been fine. But who wants to be with a fucking liar? And it could have been in that moment he realized what a head case and manipulator she was by the way she was acting. Because you have to remember, what did they clip out of it that we didn't see? God, I know, right? I'm sure they had to trim it down. Oh, I'm sure with her. You think she posted on her Instagram and I do actually believe this because I don't think she would have posted it. She had the option to not. She did like a ask me anything. And somebody said how much of it is scripted. And she wrote literally none of it is scripted. And she said that she forgot, like it was easy to forget that you're mic'd up 24-7 because the cameras aren't always, there's not always cameramen in front of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought that was interesting. I have to say though, like I am... Definitely not her biggest fan, to put it to put it lightly. But it's I, I guess auditioning and you know going on this show it comes with the backlash. But somebody messaged her on Instagram and she posted it and said mm-hmm. like you look absolutely awful on this and like she's mentioned on Instagram that her dad had just passed away when she went on this so she was kind of like oh god going she through had it to have been 
that explain that could explain a lot. Yeah. But what this person said was like, I'm sure your dad's really proud of you, like seeing this. And I just Ooh. I was so livid because uh-huh. again, not our biggest fan, but no, it's but- such a unrelated thing where this person on the internet just saw her and went yeah. for her, like, let me find the one thing she's opened up about being her weak part and went for it. And then went for her looks, which the two are not even related. And she didn't That's do cringy. anything. It's yeah. so cringy. And I, I'm is. thinking like, it's, it's somebody that says way more about the person behind the fucking Instagram mm-hmm. than Cassidy. I just was like, this is enough already. Because, you know, yeah, she may be acting to try to get screen time and maybe she figured she never had a chance and she was just going to make sure she got a lot of TV time to get an invite to Bachelor in Paradise, down yeah. for a free trip to Mexico. And then in the meantime, I'm going to score some endorsements from all these, you know, companies because now I've got all these followers and I'm mm. a personality instead of going home quietly and never to be heard from again. But no, as much as she... You know, if her dad just died, yes, this her state of being could have been where she was just on a rampage and yeah. But you don't say those things that hit below the belt. Your father must be proud of you. Those are horrible things. Uh. At the end of the day, she's still a human being. Granted, she wasn't acting right, but you don't you don't stoop to that level. Listen, when my nephew passed away in that boating accident. You would not believe the shit like trolls would write on the news sites and stuff with the story. Oh, it yeah. was disgusting. It it was unbelievable. I remember. Yes, that was horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are just they'll yeah. and don't like themselves or their life. Or they're like Diane. Yeah, it's just. It does says it says a lot more about the people posting. You're right, Alex. Because that's just stupid. Why? Why cut somebody down? Like, there's just no reason for it. Not only that, someone that is acting like she is, is obviously either hurting or they have something going on with them you know, psychologically that they're not Mm -hmm. good headspace, you know, it's just, you don't, there's a reason why they're acting a fool or however showing their ass. And Mm -hmm. there's always a bigger reason. You just don't always know. I mean, yeah, maybe she just needed some fucking compassion. Maybe. No. I mean, I'm not sad she's gone, but People don't need to gaslight her because that's gross. I'll tell you, I'd choose her over Shanene. Anyway. Oh, right? Yeah. Fucking shit. Gay gay. I cannot deal with that white trash, demented psycho. Hey, what did you guys think about Sarah and her one-on-one date? I I was digging their date. Me too. Um, I wrote that that is my living hell would be to go on a date like that listen i didn't say i wanted to strip down and sing i just really like her yeah i like her i do she just seems totally genuine and then um i wrote clayton singing is cringy but sarah killed it i gotta say though alex if i had your body and voice i would be down with it 
wow, that's such a compliment. But For real? <laughs> I was when I was when I was watching. Well, at first I got really concerned because she said, "Well, what if you're not wearing underwear?" I know. And then they, <laughs> but then they come out in matching. I know garments, and I'm like, okay, provided by the staff. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, am I a total asshat when I'm like? I don't think Clayton looks that good without a shirt on. I'm not saying I look great. I agree. I agree. I was thinking that too. Like, I don't know if it was cold where they were because his skin just kind of looks blotchy and not healthy. Well, and he looks so uncomfortable. Well, here's the weird thing that that I made a note of from that date. He said, I I rolled my eyes. because He goes, I just, you know, I don't like showing off my body a whole lot. I'm like, Clayton. You're the bachelor. You're the bachelor. You don't go on the bachelor and the bachelorette for that matter. If you don't want to show your body off. Yeah. I mean, it's, it feels like he's like super self-conscious. I mean, I, it's, you know, I don't by any means think he has a bad body. No, there no, is some definition. Either. He's also really tall. And I think that sometimes when people are really tall, their bodies look a little morphed. And I'm just not, that big of a fan with how short his bottoms have been. <laughs> or he has so many freckles for days. And look, I have freckles too, but there's something about it. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I know what you mean. Cause I you know think that I'm freckles saying? on guys are a little bit different. They kind of, lo- it looks a little off. Yeah. Like something's not totally legit with that. And when they all went to the beach and everything, all I kept thinking was, this motherfucker is burning. Mm-hmm. Well, Gabby saved the day with that. I um, I I noticed on the date with Sarah, like it, it hit me when they were walking. He, the way he walks with the women, he has no swagger. And he almost acts like a high school, middle school boy, the way he holds their hand and, and dances. Like he has no like suaveness or caress or mm-hmm. he just seems really awkward. I, yeah. I made a specific note here that I think this would be a good time to share. Okay. And I said, unpopular <laughs> opinion. <laughs> I don't necessarily hate Clayton, but I don't love him. He kind of just does what you'd expect. I really can't identify any of his personality traits, except that Mm-mm. he looks to each girl and evidently is undressing them with his eyes, which is what you expect on the show, but make it a little more subtle, dude. I know, right? Like, hold on, because there was something I wrote down. He just hold does what you'd this. expect. Oh, he- I wrote, I wrote, he's dead. Sorry, I wrote he's definitely a thigh guy because <laughs> he instantly is like grabbing their thighs and he's got his weird boner. It's demented. Yeah, his hands always on their thighs. Mm-hmm. I I I was back to that, like talking about like he's his personality is not that great. Is this he's like a meathead and I don't understand what it was that they saw in him to bring to make him the bachelor like what was so special that you saw in this guy because desperation yeah because i know that from what i've heard you know katie's season which was right before michelle's because they did the two bachelorettes didn't have any viable candidates like all the guys were douchebags but 
there were a lot of viable candidates from Michelle C's and that would have been even better than Clayton and I, or that were knocked off before Clayton. So I just don't understand why, you know, they keep saying they picked this guy. I worked closely with this guy unless they're seeing something that we don't, or they figured it would be like a frat house type mentality and it would draw people in for ratings. I don't get it. Or did he like, because think about it, when he was on The Bachelorette, I liked him more because mm-hmm. we probably just didn't know he had like a bum personality. Maybe. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know if you caught on to this, but when Rachel, the pilot, had her one on one with him towards mm-hmm. the end of the episode and she said to him, you know, I feel like everybody else is talking about how they feel validation from you. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't. I don't know if I feel that way. And he didn't say like, oh, you should feel that way. He just said, well, you know, what I can say from my experience in your position is sometimes people just talk like he definitely did not give her confirmation that he was into her. It was just like advice from a pal that had been on the show before. I know, but legit, I think she thought he was validating her somehow. I I, I saw right through that. Being honest, that because he wasn't really that into it, but he gave her a rose right at the end. Yeah. Well, he had given her a rose technically in the beginning. Uh, well, no, for like, yeah, that's that would have technically been for last episode. Right. So we don't have roses for this episode. No, yet, but he right? gave her the date rose. Oh, he did? Yeah. Because if I they don't that. give him the date rose, they go home at that point. When they, you oh. get a if they when you get a one-on-one, if you don't get the date rose, you go home. So maybe he just is waiting to see if he- Wait, did- when did they have a one-on-one? At the end of the episode, right? No, that's not. That was um, wait, 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 I'm I'm so confused. When I thought he gave the the one on one rose to Sarah when they had their date, right? Yeah, that was the one that he sang with and stripped down to. He only had one one on one date this time, right? Yes. Okay, so who did he give the rose to on the Baywatch date? Gabby. Gabby. Okay, and that Baywatch date was the same one as the one where they shared their feelings, right? Or no, that was a different episode. I mean, that was a different date. That was with oh, Caitlin it, Bristow. Um, yeah. A different date. It, yeah, it was a different date. Okay, so there were three dates. There mm-hmm. was the Caitlin Bristow one, there was the one-on-one, and then there was the Baywatch one. Mm-hmm. So when did he validate her feelings? In, during the Baywatch episode? There was an after party after one of those groups. Okay. Dates. But I thought he didn't validate her. Oh, you mean when did this interaction that I'm discussing happen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that happened like just when they have their time at the end of the episode where it's like, mm-hmm. let's get, it wasn't a one-on-one like event. It was just them talking about themselves. In the yeah. same time where like Shanae and Elizabeth okay. had their one-on-one when they're bullying each other conversations. During a cocktail like, party. Yeah, I don't know what those are called. Cocktail parties. Okay, so yeah, they're. So, what did you guys think about that whole Baywatch bullshit? Dumb. It was dumb. I yeah. I though I really did. I liked the one where they sat down with Caitlin Bristow and shared their feelings and insecurities. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I like that a really, lot. That was really different. That I have not seen that before, and I thought that was really good of them to do because it mm. brought out some deep stuff. And I thought it really also showed, Shanae probably would have hated that, but just showed that like the girls were there for each other when they were really opening up about some emotional stuff yeah. and trauma. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The the Baywatch CPR scene was making me cringe when yeah. one girl's making out with the doll, the other one doesn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> and I was just looking and there was so much that must have been cut because it didn't show every girl with that. If they yeah. would be better off giving a blowjob class or something. Seriously. Ugh. See what else. Let me see what else I have. Yeah. Um, this is just my own observation, but I said, how is Melina still here? The personal trainer who was like putting him to work. I haven't seen any I know, but interaction with them. I know, but she keeps getting a rose. And I also, in the beginning, when they showed just like her talking to the camera. I wrote, it was the first note that I said, and I said, who is Kate? And then a couple minutes later, I said, doesn't matter. She went home. <laughs> and after the Caitlin Bristow group date, mm-hmm. my notes say right in the middle, I'm bored. <laughs> so. And hence the reason why I'm trying to figure out when the pilot thing happened, because yeah. I kind of <laughs> lost interest during the Baywatch thing, and I was going to go back and watch it today, and then I just couldn't. I think I'm struggling as somebody, you know, I'm the same age as a lot of these girls and recently single. So pretty much a good candidate to be on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to get into their mindset and like, I see, I was, think it was her name's Eliza was crying over her interaction, like talking to Clayton one-on-one. And I'm like, why are you crying over somebody that is actively pursuing 17 other girls? Yeah. Right? I'm just like, this is, I I would never in a million years. The I mean, the only way I would go on this is with a completely open mind. But I would lose then because I would clearly not be into it. Well, and you would go on this, and I think we need you to for to do some more spy work. But um, if you, I would say, if you were to go on this, and I think a lot of the mindset and this is in like the people like Shanae and Cassidy and some of the others along the way were they're not going on it with the idea that they're actually going to meet someone and end up with them for the rest of their lives. I think those people just, I think they go on with the mindset that they're going to go and they're going to have a good time and they're going to travel and they're, you know, going to get some screen time. And when this is over, they're going to get some followers on Instagram and then maybe they get invited back to, um, you know, paradise and in the meantime they become part of the quote-unquote franchise Mm. where did alex go i don't know she just got a text what's it say well that's not good what she said computer was just charged and with no warning it turned off wait Uh i'm even dead all right how you doing alex i still don't know what happened Um, but here i am (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. I, I, um, I don't remember what I was saying when we were, when you, when you got zapped out, I was just babbling along and all of a sudden I, I stopped. I'm like, um, where did Alex go? <laughs> did I freeze or just completely exit? Just completely bye bye forever. Yeah, that's what happened on my end too. Sorry, guys. The black cloud. <laughs> I think the universe had enough of us giving uh Clayton attention. I know, right? <laughs> it's like peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs> so, does anybody have any final thoughts on the episode? I mean, what is look? I mean, did we watch 
I, I watched the preview for next week, but I don't remember what it was. I don't um, either. And I just watched it tonight. I ran in here because I was like a few minutes late finishing the episode. So I did not. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I know they're going to start off with like Shanae and her bullshit. Like he gave them the ultimatum at the cocktail party that said that it would be addressed tomorrow in the yeah. cocktail hour. And they were all pissed off because they said it was going to take time away. But I almost feel like he's siding with Shanae over mm-hmm. over Elizabeth because of the way he treated Elizabeth during her um, when she was crying and all that. I felt like he wasn't very supportive. I um, made a note that said if Clayton believes Shanae, he's an idiot because it's so obvious in her demeanor and how immature she is versus Elizabeth. But I think if you really wanted to handle it, well, he's kind of saying you guys hash it out amongst yourselves. I'm not dealing with this BS, but if you really wanted to get to the bottom of it, when he's having these one-on-ones, just like make it a five second thing. Don't take up your time. Just say, what is your opinion to each girl on Elizabeth versus Shanae? And then you'll get your answer. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I know in Nick Vial season, and I know I keep mentioning him and I've sent you snaps on him. Um, but you know, he's also a very big crush of mine. And, but he, he had a, a Shanae situation, a girl that was just a total fucking bitch. And then there was this other girl who basically, instead of, you know, playing, you know, whatever, throwing shade at her and playing the game, she just looked at her and said, you're emotionally stunted. And she was, I think she was a psychologist and she was just very matter of fact about it. And he brought them on a two and one day, two on one date and um, made them hash it out. And then they both went to him with their stories and he ended up keeping the bitch. And really? Yes. And it was a total like I was like, oh, that's bad. Like, you, I cannot believe that you went with her over the other girl. And, right. and um, yeah, but then he ended up seeing through it. And, um, you know, and it, I think she went home like the next episode. But which I find yeah. interesting is this same girl that we're talking about that I'm telling you that was the bitch on the two on one. She went down to Bachelor in Paradise that season Mm -hmm. and they had to shut down production because she said that she got date raped in the pool by one of the leads, by one of the guys. Oh, my God. And I don't know whether it was true or not. Everybody there said it was consensual or that she was drinking too much and she was just stripping and, you know, that basically that she banged the guy in the hot tub and then the next day he didn't give her the time of day. He went off with somebody else. And because she was upset by it, she she cried date rape. So, like, I remember specifically when it was air, like when they were when it was taping, they had like. Mm -hmm. It was it was leaked that they had to shut down production. They sent everybody home. They did. Oh, my God. Damn. Two weeks. And then they brought everybody back. And with the stipulation that alcohol was monitored and you couldn't have more than like one or two drinks per hour or some shit like that. 
And and um, but by that time, everybody that was at Paradise and kind of liked each other, they were Mm -hmm. cackling off screen. And the whole mystique of it, the the whole chemistry of it changed. But, you know, it was, you know, but it's interesting, like, you know, yeah, was she date raped or not? I don't want to ever be the person that says no, she wasn't. It's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. And she may have well have had too much to drink and then regretted it the next day or maybe have been too powerless to say no. But the guy didn't know it because the way she was acting. Regardless, you know, usually these girls that act a fool are in it for attention of some sort. And when they don't get their way, they fucking take out the franchise. Right. I have. um I found that Cassidy, before this episode aired, she, as I said, she did that Ask Me Anything. And I thought it was interesting that she posted, I took screenshots. Uh, somebody asked, did you expect the hate you've got? I think you rock anyway. That's the full quote. And she said, to be honest, no. I knew I was giving villain. Is that like some new way to speak? Um, mm-hmm. But I thought I was far more amusing and harmless than anything else. I thought that was um, a little tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. You know what? While we're talking Bachelor news, mm-hmm. um, I'm curious as to why Tasha Adams left Bachelor Na- the Bachelor Nation podcast um, so abruptly. I know I'm... I know I'm switching gears and Carrie if you don't remember Tasha was the one um that during the mentel all they asked her about her breakup and she started crying yes. on stage and they didn't cut it out because that's a taped event and they didn't cut it and it was weird yes I remember so I wonder if the reason she cut the tie was because they you know they wronged her i'm i'm wondering um, you know what the i can't find anything on it it's it's just so weird as a rookie i have no idea any of this but i'm a rookie too but i actually know what she's talking about but it does make you wonder like that whole thing was cringy to watch yeah there there what happened alex was um during the men tell all um Tasha and Caitlin Bristow were the two co-hosts you know through the through the throughout the season and when they hosted the men tell all like literally two weeks before it or a week maybe it was fresh like a week fresh because of the time by the time it aired she had broken up with her boyfriend Zach who she was a bachelorette Tasha was and she met him and they were together and they were living in New York City together and he um oh, wow he is a very he's a recovering addict I can't remember if it's drugs or alcohol but he runs a rehab and he's very passionate about it and she was pursuing you know this career in bachelor nation and doing all of these publicity things podcasts and what I read was that he was jealous because they weren't spending enough time together and they were constantly Mm -hmm. fighting over it. But, and I'm digressing during 
like they came back from a break and Caitlin sat down and said to her, you know, I, you know, people are asking what happened between you and Zach. Do you want to go ahead and explain that? And she basically said, we love each other. It didn't work. And, you know, now we've broken up in so many words. And then she said, well, we're, we're all here for you. You know, we support you here in Bachelor Nation. And then they brought Rodney on. And all of a sudden, Tasha just started sobbing and ran off the stage. And they didn't stop rolling. And no, they didn't. It wasn't live. Like they could have totally cut that part out. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin looked at the camera and didn't know what to do and said, okay, well, we're going to give Tasha a few moments to, you know, compose herself and then she'll be back. And they just kept going. Mm-hmm. So it was a conversation amongst all the bachelor podcasts the mm-hmm. next week. And not to mention him again, but Nick Vial um, said, and I know Carrie and I discussed this and he they asked him about it because, you know, he's thick in the franchise. Right. And he said, listen, he said, if Tasha and Caitlin were going to be long term co-hosts, mm. they would have never done that to her. They would have never put her on the spot like that. They yeah. would have edited that out. They would you know, the Bachelor franchise would never go to Chris Harrison in the middle of an episode and ask him about his personal Mm, or or any of those other people but obviously they didn't value Tasha to make her speak about her personal life and Caitlin Bristow said in um a podcast like some it was like a really indie podcast like ours that she happened to be on Mm -hmm. and not a big one that they thought would get publicity and she said that they sprung that on her at the last minute she assumed Tasha was on board, but mm. she was uncomfortable about it the entire time. That's interesting. Uh-huh. So, hmm. I don't know. That was probably just 10 minutes of me babbling for nothing, but, you know, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm curious to see where all this goes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it unwinds. Mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering if Nick Vial did it. I haven't caught it. I haven't, we haven't talked this week, so I'm going to have to <laughs> if he said anything i mean even i have seen videos of him i don't know what he does like in the franchise but tiktoks and instagram reels come up in my feed of him giving relationship advice of some sort yes he was the twice rejected bachelor like Mm. he caitlin he was the second runner like he it was him and some other guy and andy Dorfman season and then he came on Caitlin's season halfway in because mm. they had been texting during before she was chosen as bachelorette and he like showed up at one of the events in New York City and he was like I can't stop thinking about you you know since the time we were texting oh, and wow. she was like well let me think about this and the next day it was well how about you join the show and he said okay um that's so weird yeah, it was, and so he made it to again all the way to the end, and at least Andy broke it off with him. Like she didn't make him pick out a ring and go to the final rose ceremony. She went to his room and broke up with him the night before. Caitlin dragged his ass out of the limo, and he almost got. He gave her a ten minute speech. It was just about to get down on one knee when she said, "Don't." Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Andy. 
And she banged him like before the fantasy suites and they left their mics on. Oh, that was them. Yes. So basically from there, he went to Bachelor in Paradise, like not that season, but maybe the season later. Mm -hmm. And he met someone and they got to the end and he basically said, I'm not feeling it. And he cried and he said, I wish I was in love with you because you're great, but I'm not. And then after that, they made him the bachelor and he has since broken up like within six months, he broke up with the girl he picked. And so he, from that point, tried his hand, I think in acting and it didn't really go anywhere. And so he's just been bouncing around as like a personality, but then he started this podcast, the vile files and it's really taken off and he does give really good advice, but Mm -hmm. um, that's where he's like making his money because he just bought a million dollar mansion in LA. So, but he's with some girl that he met on Instagram, I guess he slid into her DMS and (laughs) She's a she was some some sort of surgery tech or something, and she a moved modern to love story. Yeah, she yeah, moved right. from Atlanta to L.A. Now she lives with him, and they say he's going to propose soon. But you know, I'm glad he finally got his happy ending. Yeah, right. Good for him. Yeah, for so, real. There's your four one one on the important bachelor <laughs> nation. Well, life. thank you. You're welcome. I know way too much of this shit. <laughs> So, all right, that's all I've got. Me too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for again, Alex, for being with us. And of thank course. you, listeners, for listening. Yes. Look forward to our podcast this weekend, although though we don't know what it's going to be about, but I have the distinct slightest feeling it's going to be very sexually charged. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be sure to listen in. Yeah, we're due for for a really good raunchy sex episode. Oh, yeah, for days. (laughs) All right, guys, till the next rose ceremony. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.